uh, it started with the toilet paper and then like all the food and stuff like going up in price. I'm like, nah, I'm cool. Let me just go ahead and sow my small produce to try to grow myself. Yeah. yeah. Hey, when we're done, I'll give you a toll. Okay. The rest of the yard's coming together. Yeah, yeah. Got plants. Some, some plants back there too. Oh yeah. All right, yeah, we're. We're good on this, my guys. Good on this? Wait. Tight. Son of a bitch. It's okay. It's alright, man. It might have gone through. We'll see. Yeah, we'll find out. It's all it's good. Because it picked up something. I don't know it what. It was picking though. up something. I don't know why it wasn't picking us up, though. Like, because, yeah, everything I did, like, I don't, I, like, I already tested this. Mm -hmm. And it came through great. So there may be an episode on that. Yeah, we'll see. It's so maybe not. If not, I could probably splice it together. And... Yeah, I'll figure something out. Yeah. Alright, but, coffee regular. Live Redux. Shit. We may have had a live live, but maybe not. We'll be having, having a wonderful conversation with Brandon from Slice. Yes, yes. Appreciate you guys. Plug your coffee one more time, just in case we uh, didn't go through. What coffee did you bring us today? Yes, uh, again, uh, some beans, uh, Owaka blend from Little Ghost Roasters, Columbus. Um, shout out to to them. Um, yeah, it's so nice to see small businesses, especially in the city, really have a product that's just like mm -hmm. super fire. Mm -hmm. And you are not really discovered yet, and you just have so much more room to grow. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I think just talking about, again, like platforms, stuff like that, using platforms, like talking about smaller businesses on stuff like this can just, whether prompted or not, you know, help so much. For sure. No, I've, I've obviously, like, you've reached out to coffee companies and stuff, like, found you we found so many companies you know about you wouldn't aren't necessarily like mainstream or whatever so mm -hmm. that we never would have known about because mm -hmm. they're small and they're, you know, they're local and mm -hmm. that is um there's a coffee community didn't know that was a thing yeah we just thought we liked coffee and like to talk about shit while we drink coffee <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> there's a culture there's, and there's a whole culture around it we had a nice long conversation before this, potentially, potentially, potentially recorded. recorded. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, uh, but yeah. state of affairs of the world right now. And, uh, it's really nice to have Brandon here just to discuss his experiences and his feelings about what's going on right now. Mm -hmm. It's nice to have someone's perspective, so we can just kind of listen. Um, we, we had some really good questions before, so yeah, we'll dig into those a little bit. Really good stuff. Oh, I'm trying to be in the moment, but I'm just pissed off at myself and my sound didn't work. <laughs> That's That's so good, man. It might have. Stuff happened. It might have. It might have. It was picking stuff something happened. up. It's okay. But I guess, you know, that worked for us mm -hmm. rather than the world. Mm -hmm. It's been nice. Okay. Because that's not what this is about. It's really just us chatting. We just happen to let other people listen. Yep. That's uh, the truth. But with, um, how's your business been affected with all the protests and, uh, I mean, as a separate thing of the riots and how people are feeling about going out. And yeah, I'll give it to you uh, multiple ways. Uh, for myself, being a black man, uh, my mind has not been fully immersed in my business because I see what's going on around me. And especially, again, when it's in your backyard, it's a whole different, different type of feeling. Um, so it's been a very stressful time for me. Um, and then also... Most of my colleagues around me, other bakers and other small business owners are white, so it's hard for me to, you know, explain to them, for one, what's going on, and then also what's going on with me, too, because some of them don't understand, like, anything. They're just like, oh, well, 
cops are betting. It's like, no, no, no. It's so much more deeper than right. the police brutality things. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have that aspect. Um, but you have had, like, communication with people. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. People have been very supportive overall. I do appreciate that. Um, as far as delivery-wise, you know, the streets getting shut down. That has impacted me sometimes. And I have had to either reimburse or just ask if you would like me to deliver a different time. I'll do that free, but I literally can't get to you. Yeah, like, the street yeah. is, but I, I'm not going to, hey, excuse me, Mr. Marine, can you uh, move out of <laughs> yeah. my way, please? It's yeah. not going to happen. Oh. Um, but... Also, I have had an increase in in sales, which I'm appreciative. Oh, but it's also happened with quarantine too, because nobody was leaving their house. Mm-hmm. So, really, just jacked up my my abilities because I've already been uh, direct to consumer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just saving gas money alone, you put mm-hmm. that on cheesecake. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dang. But it has been uh, definitely affected me. Um, so, I'm trying to delve more into the meditation side even harder oh. just to keep saying to keep going because man there's just times like especially right now i'm not very active on instagram because not only i don't even know what to say mm-hmm. you know i'm stressed out myself but like i stuff pops up all the time like i don't need to see this yeah i don't want to see this yeah mm-hmm. you know what i mean so mm-hmm. it's been difficult but at the same time man you're you tapped onto that those birthing pains like this is a new era. Yeah. You just got to get with it. You yeah, got to mold. You know, we're trying right. to get back into a, a sense of normalcy from quarantine. But also with this is with the racial issues going on. Um, yeah. You can't move the same way anymore. But no, I mean, you got to move forward. Now. Yeah. 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 You can't go lateral anymore, man. You got to go forward. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if it were recorded or not, we were speaking just about the acknowledgement of how the country was founded. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. And that yeah. big picture is what you're big picture. trying to get across. You know, like uh, yeah, I I want people, you know, especially white people, to understand like I, we we don't want you. The black community as a whole does not want you to understand racism. We don't want you to understand persecutions. We want you to acknowledge that this stuff is going on understand how to be a part of the solution that's what you have to understand that's it mm-hmm. um so and it does get flawed when you have the protesters who turn it into a riot any color yep. you know what i mean it overshadows everything this if you look at it even with social media people love just trash content they love to watch trash they soak yeah. it up they just they get off on it so especially seeing that in person, they're like, oh, let me tweet about this, let me post this, let me hashtag this, this and that. And it's just like, no, 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 you're, you're, you're missing the overall point. Mm-hmm. This country, it was built off of slavery, the backs of slaves. Mm-hmm. The, the, the money that we spend, you know, the, some of these guys on these dollar bills own slaves. It's a fact, you know. We were not allowed to drink from water fountains, eat in restaurants, like that basic civil long liberties. After slavery. Yeah, long after slavery, <laughs> and this stuff still goes on. Uh-huh. Just acknowledge it, you know. Um, and the situation is not a, a matter of, like I said, police brutality. It is a systemic issue that we have fixed. We mm-hmm. can't just keep saying "fuck the police." They killed another black man. Like mm-hmm. I said. Obama was president, a black president was in office when black men were getting killed by cops. Mm -hmm. And still we have another black man who, crazy about George Floyd, 
did a video about police brutality and like who would have thought that he didn't think when he woke up that morning i'm gonna you know have my life taken so you got to get to the root cause of everything and Mm -hmm. it just takes work um it's not going to be pretty at all you're going to have a lot of, of backlash and a lot of animosity uh and you know you have to take these things with the good and the bad Mm -hmm. Anything that you're trying to accomplish anyway is not going to be easy if it's if any value to you, you know Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, there's so much change this change that people don't even realize needs to happen. Oh for sure It's so ingrained like let me put a little history perspective for you guys Uh, My godmother is 75. Mm -hmm. She's from Creedmoor, North Carolina Now as a family, we have a prejudice bone in our body Mm -hmm. We love everybody. Mm -hmm. Everybody comes to our house Mm -hmm. regardless of race, gay, straight, whatever like her mother was alive when slavery was still around. Cause That's wild. She was, she was, she's much, much younger than the rest of her siblings, mm-hmm. my, my godmother is. Her mom, um, you know, my grandma, like, she remembers certain things. Yeah. And, like, so, like, in my family, that's how close the past is. Mm-hmm. And even how we acted toward everybody mm-hmm. was very influenced by, you know, my godmother's mother or my grandma mm-hmm. of being inclusive, treating everyone the same, loving everyone. And also education mm-hmm. is hammered hard in my family where mm-hmm. like everyone, you know, has degrees, we go to school, we, we talk to, like we learn about our community, we know everybody. Mm-hmm. But that's how close the past is, man. Mm-hmm. Or like a story I heard once Dick Van Dyke talks about his grandmother. And he says his grandmother loved to tell him a story about when her dad took her to see a, um, a man running for president that came to Danville, Illinois, where her family's from. She was so excited and she was nine years old and she remembers this very vividly. You know who they went to see who was the man running for president? Lincoln. Oh, man. True, wait. That's how, that's how close the past is, man. Yeah, there's like a funny meme like uh, it shows Albert Einstein it's like Albert Einstein teaching a class in the 1940s and then underneath someone's like I forgot this dude wasn't from the 1700s like people don't connect that he was mm-hmm. very close <laughs> yeah but I mean <laughs> slavery is not that far away no, no. but even the the segregation era is not far away not and, far away at all we know plenty of people who lived through that mm-hmm. um, yeah. and I mean I have I've met people that lived through concentration camps told me about living in a freaking concentration camp. Mm-hmm. I've met people that lived through the segregated South mm-hmm. and would tell me how that, you know, and during during the civil rights movement that were in marches and saw basically, I mean, a lot of the same things you see now. Yeah. And I mean, the past is not very far away, man. It's not. So that's, that's sometimes that scares the shit out of me, but sometimes it's kind of cool. Like, I don't know, that's a back and forth feeling for me, but I try to remind myself of that, mm-hmm. of, like, that's why we got to keep moving. Mm-hmm. People are still very, very connected to some very old ideas. Oh, yeah, they don't even know it. Yeah. Uh, like we spoke about before, like, I was just, I was raised and exposed to, like, racism through comedy and stuff. Like, I was basically raised in just, like... 99.9% white neighborhood essentially you know and, like, mm-hmm. we've joked about stuff and mm-hmm. uh, and that again just like that exposure made light of it you know so like I didn't have a real exposure to knowing what was actually yeah happening. you didn't know you didn't know what was happening yeah so just, then it was just yeah. in my head it was lighter than it was until mm-hmm. even though you know you had like Chappelle like making 
sketches that are so in depth. Like looking back now, I was like, how the fuck did I even no know what was going on? Like the yeah. Clayton Bixby? Clayton Bixby. It was yeah. so real though. That's, and, uh, that's based off of it's. It's not quite to the T of the of the humor that he was using, but he's going off of real life situations. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. that's the crazy. Well, thing that too. was the crazy thing about Chappelle's show is he perfected that. He was of, wild all of that was off real life situations. Yeah, you know, even the even the Goofy Prince shit <laughs> was all like those are all real stories from Charlie Murphy. But then even all the family things and the characters that he would play, mm -hmm. they all come from reality, and he mm -hmm. sort of like he was the master of it. And so many people had no idea what they were laughing at, and that's why he left. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oof. Um, so, yeah, like, just, again, that was just exposure ignorance, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. uh, and like you said before, like, like, I don't want you to understand racism. I'm like, you know, I don't think I would want to either, but, you yeah. know. Uh, that's so, I guess, just learning and taking the perspective is impactful and important to me mm -hmm. so thank mm -hmm. you for that no 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 problem man. that's that's why we have to have these conversations as uncomfortable as some people feel about it yeah. it's just like mm -hmm. but it's real it's not just like oh well something may have happened maybe and you know we go off of that it's just like no this is these are real things yeah um, you know the fact that we talked about lynching was legal in the south you were legally allowed to hang a black person kill them emmett till um really goes back to mm -hmm. The situation with the guy in Central Park. Uh, this woman lied on. He's a kid, yep. and they killed him because mm -hmm. he whistled or whatever at a white woman. It's like, come on now, we we have to understand every aspect, mm -hmm. every aspect from from every city, every every state. It's not the same. It's different. But again, just looking at it and saying, okay, wow, well, fuck, this is real. This was real. It still goes on. Okay, how mm -hmm. can I, you know? within my own means too. Well, I don't expect you guys to go out there and like be pro-Black Panther and all this other stuff, but just even these conversations are helpful. Yeah. Simple uh, things, very, very simple things. That's a weird statement now. Pro-Black Panther means a lot different to people now than to even people our age. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you said it to my daughter, she's like, hell yeah, I'm pro-Black Panther, because <laughs> yes, she's yeah, thinking yeah, about the comic book yeah, character. Yeah, Black yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> and so, no, yeah, you movement. gotta, yeah, you gotta yeah. put that in perspective, man. Yeah. Because there's a, you know, cultural shift, too. Yeah. And yeah. we're kind of in the midst of it. Like, as kids, we learned about the 60s. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of hippies, I know a lot, like, I grew up in a town filled with a bunch of, like, refugee hippies and all, teachers and stuff were in movements and marches mm -hmm. and all that. But we just learned about it. Mm. Even my mom was deep in that, man. Mm. And oh, like, yeah. it, but now we get to live it, guys. Mm. Right. Now we get to kind of understand, mm -hmm. oh, this is what cultural change can look like. Mm -hmm. This is how it feels like. Mm. That's, that's a, oof. Yeah, it's, it's a, you know, change takes a lot of time, you know, and there's like the transition period. That's never like written about I feel like you know it's washed to the point like this happened and this happened and on this date cool mm, it was like, fixed yeah yeah like, and it's it, there's no perspective on the amount of time that took right okay. now we're living in it I'm referring to shit from the 90s that's part of, that's part of this time yeah of this whole string of events is yeah. the entirety of my life which will be reduced to hopefully three pages with some decent pictures in a history book in school <laughs> on your on your iPad, yeah. right? But yeah, but I, I just there is no like you said pers like uh, perspective, no mm -hmm. personal perspective. So and again, like I think in the future, history books will be 
this type of thing. So yeah. people go back, listen to what's documented, and, like listen to people's personal perspectives. Mm -hmm. And hopefully yeah. that's so much easier to do. Yeah. Because that was impossible. Yeah. Like as, I mean, it's, it's sort of a, a almost a joke comparison, but my daughter and I have been watching The Last Dance, which, you know, the Bulls, two, three-peats, all about Michael Jordan, all about that. So I'm reliving my childhood. I'm freaking tearing up. I'm, I'm, holy shit, I didn't know that. Oh, you know, and, you know, so I'm telling her stories, and it's bringing up all these different experiences from the 90s and from when I was a kid and when I was her age, you know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even though I grew up in a very inclusive family that loved everybody and everyone of everyone came over, but um, to see how separate things were, and even just as a joke to know that the flu game wasn't the flu game, it was a food poisoning game. Mm -hmm. Fuck. But that's how much information didn't travel. Mm -hmm. That's how much personal perspective didn't happen. Mm -hmm. And now, shit, now, we're going to put this out to the world. You have every athlete's Twitter and they can be They can let you know every second have, right? of what they're doing. <laughs> I woke up and, you know, ate this today and I'm going to go jump over some stuff from a training. And, <laughs> like, cool! Like... So, I don't know, the upsides and downsides of social media is it's too easy to get information so you can get bad information, mm -hmm. but it's too freaking easy to get information too so you can get good information. Is I like that. Yeah, and that's that's always, I think, again, coming back to uncomfortable conversations and stuff. Like, like with social media, it's a tool and a weapon. We've talked about that. It can mm -hmm. be both. Mm -hmm. uh, and, like, the Blackout Tuesday thing, you know, uh, and then, like, even with social media movements like that, even like based on the algorithm of how things work, like if people were hashtag Black Lives Matter, it would like hide it or like put it somewhere where it wasn't supposed to be. Like there's a problem with it. Yeah, that. they so hashtagged like, it wrong and it like messed up the movement. Yeah. So people started saying, don't Black Lives Matter, don't tag that with this, tag it with Blackout Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. So like even um, when people are trying, there's like some other weird thing in the way that like makes it harder, you know, even yeah. just like technologically. But is that so, an opportunity to learn though for a lot of people? I think so, yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Um, but again, like we're talking about, like sort of like just like people just posting on social media and like mm -hmm. not knowing what else to do or thinking mm -hmm. that's enough. Like, what do you think people can do to like get messages across? Or like, what do you what do you think people? What do you want to see people doing? I guess. Like, okay, I, I have to start this off with what I don't want to see people doing. I do not want to see white people. Like I said, what we were talking about earlier. You know, kneeling down and like bowing down, that video was crazy to me. I we don't want to see that. Yeah. We don't need that. I, I don't, I, that offends me. I don't need you to kneel to me. I'm not your master at all. Like, we're trying to get past this whole master slave shit, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Do not just sign your name on a petition. At the end of the day, you really don't know where that petition is going. It's not a law, it's not Congress, it's, it's, it's not going to get you anywhere. We, we've done this before prior with other. Uh, protests and things like that and situations let's say again what i want people to do is just listen just listen try to acknowledge the best you can do not get to the point where that's all you're trying to submerge yourself in is just oh my god black people have been oppressed okay no you acknowledge it now again understand the solution how to do that so that means having these conversations is a huge step because I couldn't tell you how many people, white and black, will not have these conversations because they themselves are going to get offended. But it's that lack of, of knowledge of what's really going on. You, you just see a one-sided lane and it, it kind of flaws up everything. Um, I appreciate the, the Blackout Tuesday post because there's not some sob story 
I, I don't want to hear that you you like black people. I I don't want to see that you say you like. I, I yeah. we don't. You know, if you if you really are not prejudiced, you know you're not right. You don't need likes and, and follows for it. Mm -hmm. um, so thank you for that. And there are those other people who would put trying to learn. That's beautiful too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so like I said, have the conversations, um, and then if you can really be a part of pushing for legislation for th this basic civil liberties for people. Um, I myself am not fully sure what all issues we got going on in Columbus, but stick with that. You know, a lot of people all donate to a bail fund for people. But and again, we talked about the vandals, white or black, you do not deserve to be bailed out of jail. I don't care. Do you have people who are going to get stopped by the police for doing dumb things who just because you're with them? Absolutely. But don't don't give money to these these groups. Don't worry about what's going on in Minneapolis. You don't live in Minneapolis. You live in Columbus. There's shit popping off here. So. Yeah, shit popping off here. Don't worry about LA. Don't worry about Georgia. Worry about here. Acknowledge people here. You know what I'm saying? Again, that's how you spread that that fire out. There's these small little sparks in your own backyard. So Again, this, what you guys are doing is incredible. Just, just keep doing this. And I, I hope that other people who hear this, you know, at the end of the day, these conversations are not uncomfortable. You are human beings just talking to yeah. each other, trying to see different viewpoints and perspectives. The idea of it is idea. more uncomfortable than you know, talking. <laughs> nothing will ever be perfect, you know. Nothing will ever be how we want it to be. But, you know, we can still do the best that we can to, to try to make some changes and differences. But... Sign of good luck. <laughs> yeah, man. If that answers your question, I don't know yeah, if I absolutely. went too much off in different directions. No, absolutely. That's yeah, perfect. Cool. Mike asked yeah. better questions. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, I just like <laughs> churn up crazy shit in my brain, man. Yeah. But that, I mean, that I'm just like, I'm genuinely curious. Like, I'm genuinely mm -hmm. curious and I want to know mm -hmm. for my own benefit if that's selfish, but also recording it and putting it out to other people is wonderful mm -hmm. too, I think. Oh, you yeah. know, because I just, again, there's so many people like, that I know have never experienced that thing like putting so much out I'm like why don't you talk to somebody and like get their perspective <laughs> you know like yeah I don't is it people don't leave their bubble they don't have like or they're afraid to approach other people yeah I think like, it's a lot of fear yeah the fear is unknown even like today like how do how could you coach someone to start a conversation mm -hmm. like that you know like even just the intro how do you break that ice? Like, how, to, how to do the intro, but also how not to be offended by the intro. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if someone comes in wrong, mm -hmm. don't be pissed off at them. Like, guide them through the wrongness. Mm -hmm. You know, as I mean, as a teacher, this makes sense to you and me. Yeah, yeah. Like, we can put it on that perspective. For sure. Uh, but not everyone has that. We've got thousands of hours of reps i can do that with jujitsu that's it <laughs> yeah but i can only do yeah i can only do it with like i can only really do it well with teaching but it taught me a lot because when you're in everyone's got a uniform on we all look the same i mean it's a really? joke yeah. but it's if you got gear and stuff on and you look out into a crowd you're like this is why you wear team patches mm -hmm. right but it's also if you're in a room full of diversity especially like um if you train at like a really big school and you spar Plenty of people in that room you don't know. So it might as well just be like going to a tournament. But then guess what? That's how everyone improves. Because mm -hmm. we all have a different perspective. You know, it's all the same thing. Mm -hmm. And we're all 
butting it up against each other, but in a good way. We're all testing each other, and then we all improve. But it's because of the diversity. It's because of the difference. You know, to the untrained eye, we may all just be a bunch of people in white pajamas. <laughs> but to the trained eye, there's very, very big differences in... Oh, that guy's a footlocker, or that guy does the arm bar this way, and that guy does the same arm bar that way, and I'll oh, look at that entry, and you know, and I, for me, that's always been my perspective mm-hmm. of coming up in a, a very inclusive family, coming up in martial arts, living in China, changed you know, changed and confirmed a shitload of things for me, of um, you know, like not everybody's the same. Mm-hmm. But, but I love that mm-hmm. I think that's really cool and it's you know to be treated differently in different places is always a really fun thing for me well not fun it really sucks sometimes but <laughs> the difference between living in Pennsylvania and living in Ohio was fucking night and day <laughs> holy shit a couple hundred miles makes a difference that- <laughs> oh dude you don't even understand <laughs> Oh, that was nuts for me. Like, to just, because I came here and I'm nobody. No one gives a fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a normal guy. Where I grew up, all oh, hell. You know, that was, you were ostracized and people, I mean, beat me up and threatened to kill me on a daily basis. Man. It's fucked up. Right? Yeah. Then you come here and you see the difference. Then I go to China and I don't even have to look both ways to cross the street. I literally, like, it was, I almost died because of that when I came <laughs> home. Because I forgot to learn how to look both ways. Because I just walk in the street. <laughs> Everyone just stare at you. Holy shit, he's huge. Look how tall he is. Yeah. Like, literally, like, that was a joke. Like, I'm the tall white guy in town. I'm like, it's the first time I've ever been tall and white. This is cool. <laughs> what the hell? This is so weird. And then I come home and I'm just walking into the street. What the fuck wrong with you? <laughs> oh shit, I gotta look. People don't care. Oh crap. And so, you know, as get out. Like, if it's possible for people to travel, yeah, travel yeah. and not just be a tourist, right? Like, Even like within the United States, like I've been uh, able to like spend time in like Southside Chicago and Harlem. Like mm-hmm. those are rich and, cultural areas, and it's like, a different culture. Yeah, dude, there's a different yeah. energy there. Like you can feel it. Yeah, uh, it's tangible. And it's just you know people work a little bit differently and there's things move a little different. Frequency different. and it's mm-hmm. and it's, it. it it helps. love. There's love, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's a different approach. Yeah. And, and so it opens you up. You hear things like when you go to a place like, oh, avoid this area, avoid this area. Like, potentially sure, but like, I've been to those places and it was those treated areas, fine. fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, totally it's cool. fear mongering, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, and I had some of the best food ever there, <laughs> you know? So. Uh. The best places to eat are all they're often in the shadiest spots. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's dude, how yeah. that works. Yeah, there was a hot chicken That's... joint and I was on the south side of Chicago. I'm like, man, I might need a vest to come in here. <laughs> getting some shit. But damn, I'm eating here again. Let me tell you. Yeah. Eating this chicken. This yeah, shit. Man. yeah. There's a place yeah. like that. Uh, it was like a sausage place in Harlem or something, I think. Nice. Oh my god. So there's a place on the west side, like over here, like the taco joint that I go to. Mm-hmm. Bullet holes in the windows, but it's the best fucking tacos <laughs> on the best side of town. Ever. I promise you that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't uh, care, worth it. Uh, um, but you, like you were talking about martial arts, like that's my exposure to life. You know, it's just yeah, seeing different people being treated certain ways by different people. And you know, you have enough human interactions with people, you'd be like, ah, we're more 
the same, then we are different, mm -hmm. and then, you know, mm -hmm. it's going to be based on, like, how you treat me, and, like, you know, mm -hmm. uh, I've had people, you know, treat me like I'm, you know, whatever, the King England or some shit, or and then I've had some people treat me like I'm a piece of shit, you know, so. And that happens in the same hour. Yeah, oh, yeah. And that <laughs> if you're talking yeah, martial yeah, yeah. arts, man. Yeah, yeah. Depending um, on the crew yeah. you walk into, you're the high belt, oh, my God. Yeah. And then you walk into another group, and you're the low belt, and you're like, shit. Yeah. Who is this peasant? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, people like look at you. It's like you're speaking right now. Shut the fuck Ooh, up. Like, yeah. Yeah. And they are, yeah. You're like, damn. I'm you're like, sorry. Bye. But you shared a story about an experience you had in Grandview. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll gladly bring that up if you guys didn't hear that before the audio. Uh, a few months ago, I was in Grandview uh, driving. I was actually coming back from a delivery and uh, I was actually on my way to Stubbs. Nice. Mm. And um, there was a, a car full of white people, which I don't care if the situation, if you're, if you're green, it doesn't matter, you're pissing me off. You're brake checking me, you're laughing about it. I see you put, ah, yeah, pointing yeah. in the rear view, I'm honking. Get out of the way. You know what I'm saying? Shit. There's no time to waste. Like, get the hell out of my way. Time's money. <laughs> Cop sees me, he pulls me over. And he goes, I saw them brake checking you, but why were you honking your horn? And it was like, bro, you're answering the question. Yeah. You literally answered your question. Ask for my uh, license, registration, give it to him. He goes back to his car, 20 minutes goes by, and then another cruiser pulls up behind you. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? Dude, you can search my car if you want. There's no guns in here. I have no warrants. My criminal record extends to one speeding ticket, like four years ago. That that's as badass as I am out in the <laughs> yeah. streets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's just that fear is so real, very real. And it's just he already answered the question of why are you pulling me over. You, you, you they're brake checking. Like yeah. if you're driving like, too, you're going to honk. Get the hell out of the way. Mm -hmm. But yeah. it's just it's stuff like that. Um, even just walking the day to day, anytime I drive, I told you guys, it's very scary because you don't know if you're going to die by the hands of a cop. Or even, you know, like with Ahmad Arbery, are there going to be people who just don't like you today? Yeah. Somebody may, from some, they might even not be from that area. They're just traveling, they see you. Hey, I don't like the color of your skin, I'm going to kill you. And just like the idea of like the vigilante, like, yeah. ah, I'll do it. Like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> so that yeah. is, is very, very real. And, um, so I said, I, I don't want you guys to understand that at all. Nobody should understand that kind of fear. Mm -hmm. Acknowledge and understand how to be a part of the solution. But, but acknowledge that it does yeah, happen yeah. to a group of people. It does. <laughs> it does, man. But it, it's very scary shit. And um, that's not something that stops me on my day-to-day. My -day. I'm still shopping in stores. I'm still eating still in restaurants. Yeah. I'm still living life. I don't let that, oh, my God, I'm, I'm a black man and I can't do this. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm one of very few business owners in Columbus that are still actually even operating, which is a, a hell of a feat for me anyway. Okay. You know, I, I don't wake up seeing my color being a an issue to maneuver through life, even in business. It's like, I contribute just like everybody else. I'm going to continue. My focus is me and my family and then also my community. How can I make that better? So that's also really flawed too. I'm um, give you some insight in the black community because you have the more impoverished areas where the people have been through so much shit that they're they're so one-sided that they, they don't understand like you still can maneuver in ways mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it at the end of the day it is very inconvenient to be black but we don't get to to change our skin tone in public you mm -hmm. have to be that way but it's it's very inconvenient at times that's just a fact 
Mm -hmm. um, if people have an issue with that, like, you know what I'm talking about. And, um, but again, it's just, you have to, it's, it's a job. Like, you have to keep working. You can't just lay down and, and be in fear. And, you know, that's why I've been so, you know, dead on social media lately is because I don't need to see other shit. I don't need to hear different biases and opinions from anybody that you're not making the situation better. Yeah. And there's just so much negativity flooding these, these these recent black lives that were lost. It's like, again, the systemic issue. It's not just cops. Systemic issue. You know, governors, mayors, even the president, they're allowing this to happen, right? Mm. We can sign executive orders. You know, it was crazy. Trump signed something for social media that to tweet or something like that. I'm like, dude, so you, you can, you, we can do things. He's pulling shit it's out clear. and signing it. So. It's clear. And again, it's not anything to do with black or white, but we have to get stuff done in the ears of these politicians, in the ears of even these business owners, man. Like mm -hmm. a Jeff Bezos. I don't, I don't know if Jeff Bezos, what his, his personal life is like, but acknowledge, hey, we need more diversity. And it's not just, I'm going to hire you because you're black. And that pisses me off, too. I don't want you to hit a number. I want you to hire me yeah. because I am bombing my job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even mm -hmm. with cheesecake, I don't. If people buy from me because I'm black, I'll take your money, cool. <laughs> but I, I want you to, because I, I make a good product. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So once they try the cheesecake, they yeah. I, we, we, I, oh. we don't want sympathy. <laughs> we don't need sympathy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We just want to contribute, you know, our our gifts and talents to any sector, art, even you know, martial arts. Uh, law, there's doctors, even if you're a cashier at Kroger, be the bombest cashier at Kroger yeah, you can be, yeah. you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, martial arts, like, we talk about, like, jiu-jitsu is your fingerprint, like, everyone has a different one, you know? Mm -hmm. Everyone's bringing something to the table, I don't care if you're black, white, Asian, whatever, mm -hmm. you yeah. have something beautiful to bring but to the table. It, very, it puts skill on the table. Though. Even if it's just a different perspective, like, again, yeah. I just want as many perspectives and as much information as possible to draw the best picture for myself and to portray the best picture for others you know that's what I mean that's why we're doing this you know that's <laughs> it chopping it up uh, and also to give a reversal real quick you know minus that's the situation in Grandview is just one of many times I've been pulled over man mm -hmm. but given <clears throat> when I was a kid I uh, raised in a, a single parent household and one of my mom's boyfriends was very abusive alcoholic and a, and a coke addict he would come home and the fights and shit like that. I had cops who literally saved my life. I don't know if this man would fly off the handle and kill me and my mom. Mm -hmm. And I've seen these cops as an adult. And I've had these conversations like, I remember you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a young black man. Even my, my brother's dad, very dark skin. Mm -hmm. They could have killed him for acting crazy out there. They didn't. Mm -hmm. You know, sir, sober up, get the hell out of here. You know what I'm saying? So I, I see both sides of it. Um, and like I said, it, it, it just goes to if we're going to protest and, and march around, you have to do it in the entirety. Because at the end of the day, it was very sickening to watch George Floyd get killed by a cop. He's not the first, he's not the last. But and there was, a, there was an Asian cop out there too. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I, that's that's the craziest thing. We have to you have to hit all the angles. If you're going to tell it how it is, you have to hit it mm -hmm. from all over the place. It can't just be okay. police brutality. Guess what? It doesn't matter. It's still going to happen. So. Mm -hmm.
the, again, this, this, the conversations are so huge. For I don't think you guys understand how big the conversations. Even even this right here, somebody is going to get some sort of of, of freedom from this. So I'm like, oh damn, I, I've never heard anything like this before. I've never experienced anything like this before. You know, your your mind is shifted to have more, not even an understanding of black people, but people in general. Talk yeah. to people. Mm -hmm. Diversify your life as a whole. Your little bubble, there is an entire world. A lot of people don't get that. There is a, an entire world out there. Mine is just your neighborhood or your city or your state. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, Columbus is so cool. Have you been to Spain? Have you been to Africa? <laughs> like this, these other countries? Yeah, the world you know? is cool. <laughs> With other people? <laughs> Did you know that there's people walking around out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's... It's hard, but at the same time, man, I, it, it's very beautiful and much appreciated to see a sense of unity, too. Absolutely. The protests were going peacefully. I get black, white, Asian, Hispanic. Everybody, everybody yeah, was purple, out yellow, there. Yeah. Purple, yellow, yeah. green. Everybody mm -hmm. was out there. Now, what I need for people to do, I need you to have that same energy the other 361 days out of the year. Mm -hmm. yep. Need it. Like I need it. Don't, yeah, don't just post stuff. Yeah. Don't just be out there to say you are out there. Really, like I said, listen, talk. Because then the more we have these conversations, then people can say, hey, well, why don't we try this? Why don't we try this? Why don't we try this? Mm -hmm. It's not a fix of we just get a, 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 the, the entire black community together and we, 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 we storm halls and we storm doors and we demand this. That's not what we want. That's not what we need, and that's not going to fix anything, period. Collectively, how that's going to happen is, again, the small comment. It's, it's so simple, but it's not simple, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I don't know, the examples of how you can have that conversation. Yeah, examples, right. definitely. I mean, because um, we're friends. For sure. And we're here just talking. Mm -hmm. It's not about race. Mm -hmm. It's... I mean, we're friends because of cheesecake and coffee. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's in our blood. But it's it, it's that simple. Mm -hmm. Or like when you go to the store, talk to people that work there. Mm -hmm. Even the hello, how are you doing today? Yeah. Because a, even that. a black person who's had so much racism <clears throat> in their life, if they see a white person being kind to them, they might at first be like, what the hell are you want? Mm -hmm. But it's just it's like, damn, okay? Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. cool. And then that trickle-down effect, and then, like I said, you know, you have different people who've had so many different types of things happen. Your mind is one-sided. When you can clear your head to see not everybody is like that. Maybe then that's it's just when, one person. That's it, man. Yeah. It's small things every day. But definitely, even if, like with, uh, I don't know if there's any black people that come to your gyms, just have the conversation. Hey, this is a crazy time. Tell me what you've experienced. I want to know. I, I want to I I hear what you've been through. And then, you know, asking these questions, and you already have these relationships with people. They're going to be like, damn, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it's, it's people make it more hard than it is. But again, just, just that little small icebreakers here. That and the first step's the hardest, man. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, Got to be able to be, stay in the moment, not project the past onto the future. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. just ask. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Unfortunately, I have to go teach. All right, man. So, I'm sorry, yeah, like, talking, with the gotta, sound junk. Yeah, but uh, we can do it again soon if we need to. Yeah, yeah. man, we can yeah, do it again. We can slightly, do it again. Yeah, yeah. Definitely do something, but sorry, I got to run. All, All right, good, man. Yeah. Enjoy, bro. Yeah.
see you soon. You see you. So good to see you, brother. Yeah. Take care. You too, buddy. See you guys soon. Well, we hang out a little bit longer if you got time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. It goes back the people are very lazy overall. It's just like you don't even want to try and at the same time like The hardest part for this situation is people don't even want to do their jobs at work the right way You mm -hmm. damn sure don't want to yeah be inconvenienced Seriously. out of your personal life mm -hmm. To try to, to have a conversation or just yeah. you know grasp what's going on Yeah, but people don't realize how easy that is too. Very easy, man. It's so easy just to say hi to your barista mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like very simple. I mean, yeah. Just I don't know. I that's just how I work. Mm -hmm. I make friends with everybody. Like I'm not necessarily friends with anybody, but I'm friends with everybody mm -hmm. everywhere I go. Mm -hmm. So I it doesn't seem odd to me. Yeah, you have. You I don't know how to explain it. You give the same respect that you it, always that you expect in return. But it's not intentional. No, it's just it's just what I do. You I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I was taught that. You know, mm. that's my family. Mm. We know everybody. We talk to everybody. Mm. Going to the store with my godmother, one day, I, one time, I counted. She had thirty independent conversations. And I just said hi. Just like, like talking to people. Know your name. <laughs> know what your what favorite food is. Yeah. Who your kids are. Mm. Like, that's that's you know, remembers everything. Mm -hmm. And knows everybody. And knows everything about everybody. Mm. So I do that too. It's amazing. But that's just, like, I don't, it doesn't seem weird to me, so I don't see why it's difficult for people. If I can jump to, you know, yeah. you guys really touching on the mental health thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being self-aware, like, you cannot help anybody else if you do not know who the hell you are as a person, what makes you tick, what makes you mad. You have to know your own psyche and your own being to sympathize or even to just maneuver. Because mm -hmm. once you realize that, hey, I'm just a person like everybody else, I have my gifts, my talents, my flaws, Mm -hmm. So does this person. You may look different than me. You may talk different. You may dress different. But you're a person too. You may need something. Or you may yeah. You may need something that that I have. I have something that you need. Those conversations. I like I'm saying. Somebody might hear this and they were so thinking so one sided that it's just like damn. I I never saw that perspective or thought to 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 act that way. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, there, there's there's so many things to, to really consider, um, but especially in the black community, man, I want to touch on with the mental health stuff. Yeah. The people who are of most influence are entertainers, and it's a fact. Uh -huh. You know, Jordan is Jordan, but Jordan is not a rapper talking about bitches and hoes and cash and killing people, right? Mm -hmm. So then, these people in it. I get it. You're rapping about what you see in your community or what you're doing. It does not matter. Mm -hmm. You cannot rap about this stuff or talk about it or, or idolize and, and glorify it. And then when things like this happen, you want to make general. it so we, we need to be positive. No, but you're, you've yeah. made your career, based your career off of negativity towards mm -hmm. black people, black women especially. Mm -hmm. That does not work. And well, how do you get across that that's one person's perspective and not a generalized this is how people act thing. What do you mean? Because, like, some people, like, if you're a rapper and you're talking about what you know about, mm -hmm. even if you're putting on, like, a, a farce, mm -hmm. it's one person. Mm -hmm. Why do people listen to that and then generalize to everybody? But it goes to back to even social media. People just love trash and negativity all the time. So it's just like, man, that That's, sounds so grimy. It's rebellious. I want to be rebellious. It's not cool to be on the up and up. It's really not. If you look at all the programs and all the people trying to 
really instill positivity into this country as a whole. Right. You don't get shine, okay. you know. A, a girl twerking is going to get more yeah. likes and more, you know, views than somebody who is, is an artist, who's a woman, trying to show you how to paint. It is what it is. And that, again, it's a, a societal issue that we have to really touch on. But mm -hmm. it's crazy, man. It's very crazy. But we need more black leaders to instill confidence mm -hmm. into these and especially the young kids man they soak stuff up so much and that's the that's the chance man yeah. and you know a lot, with a lot of this music and then these guys try to be leaders to the young kids it's like you can't because you're rapping about killing another black person and they live that and they might have had a family member who was hit by a straight bullet mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. so then you personally cannot just go and say I get fuck the police, white people, this. It's like we're doing this too to our own selves. It's not all of us, but again, that small pocket of this nonsense overshadows the entire situation. And we got to fix that too. Um, but yeah, again, these, these, these conversations, these, these sit downs, you know, talking about the stuff that you're uncomfortable with or you don't even want to hear, it doesn't matter. You need to hear it, mm -hmm. you know. And being comfortable with that kind of stuff mm -hmm. is being comfortable to sit down and ask questions. I think a one-on-one -on -one format is really cool. Absolutely. Because it takes a lot of the, the group fear away. Mm -hmm. uh, there's no mob mentality here. No, there's adults. It's just two people chatting. Just talking it up. Yeah, and so I think that's just important. But then maybe listening to this helps someone be able to do it. And, I don't know. and then also um, to touch on of the race thing mm -hmm. we we see the negative side of racism right we're also not talking about or acknowledging you know in the lgbtq community there is racism amongst doctors and lawyers in all sectors is racism too it's everything man. you know we, we cannot just be again this is such a one-sided topic right now mm -hmm. that i feel so uncomfortable you know like I said, on social media, I, I've been off. I don't like to see it because I know all aspects and I try to talk and learn about all the aspects and, and do my homework first before I just jump in and say, I'm for this, I'm doing this. Like, that's, that's not how that works. Yeah, yeah. So People don't don't put the time in before they put the word out, I guess. Yeah, but again, it's not all bad. And like I said, I hope any black people listening to this and white folks too, it's like, this is not... A time of, of fear this is not a time of you know splitting apart and I can't talk to white people I can't talk to white no please do talk everybody chop it up this this please talk please talk even if you're the most prejudiced person in the world if you can for five minutes swallow your pride for a little bit and just have a conversation just hey how are you doing mm -hmm. how are you doing mm -hmm. that is so monumental so monumental and you know, I, I call it the, the instant ramen society that we live in. Everybody wants everything so Very quick. quick. They don't want to do the work for no, it. You don't understand. The small stuff, that time that you're putting in, mm -hmm. you know, to get to that, that, that end goal is, is so, so, so important. So important. Yeah. Well, I'm running out of questions. I'm trying not to tell too many stories. No, no, this please do. do. This, this, I need to hear perspective too, man. It's like, can you touch on uh, you being Jewish in your community too? All right, well, okay, so I need to clarify, I'm not Jewish anymore. I gave that up when I was 12. 
Okay, but, but he was still I, I am I I was racially and religiously Jewish. Okay. And I say racially because um I look Jewish. Mm-hmm. I don't have curly hair. Everyone else in my family has curly hair, but they're not. I'm part Mongolian. I got, oh, wow. I got all the fucking Mongolian. <laughs> I got all of it. Yeah. Um, but uh, but um that was a crazy time, especially in the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. Having a just a mother mm-hmm. automatically put me out. Yeah. Like that's just fucking weird where I'm from. Um, being mixed race, which no one thinks I am. Some people can tell. Mm-hmm. Most people can't. Um, no, I, if you look, you don't look like you're from I'm not, Idaho or something I'm not, like that. I'm not white. Real, yeah. I have white in me. Yeah. I got a lot of other things in uh, me too. Yeah. But um, and then being Jewish, especially, mm-hmm. like to the point where I'm kind of glad I lived out in a country where it was hard to get to my house, because mm-hmm. otherwise shit could have been real bad, mm-hmm. a lot. You know, it was, I, I got death threats. People beat me up. People threatened me. At the least, people are like, what color are you? Because I wore baggy pants. Because, yeah, this is the early 90s. This, this yeah, is the, man. This, this is different a different time. time. Way different so time. my response was always, creamy eggshell tan. What color are you? <laughs> like, I try to make a joke out of it. Just throw, because it throws people the fuck off. Yeah. Like, they're trying to be mean, and you're making fun of them. And it creates a, it creates a gap. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what that was back then, but I knew how to create the gap to diffuse the situation Mm. but that was I mean that was life and I got very used to it I didn't think anything of it and then I moved to Athens Ohio when I'm 15 and you talk about uh, as far as the college goes it's so diverse it's super diverse now outside of the university no Mm -hmm. but like my high school hell yeah we didn't even say the Pledge of Allegiance because probably 25% of the school was from another country Mm. And they weren't gonna stay here, they were here because their parents were here. And they were cool as fuck. But like, why are we, like, we just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Because it just didn't make sense for everyone. And to go from where I was in PA to where I was in Athens, mm-hmm. I was normal. No one gave a fuck. Like, all of a sudden, the fact that I know rap music, or wear baggy pants, mm-hmm. or I was Jewish, or had a single parent, or any of that, it's like, oh yeah, so do we. So uh, what? Uh, yeah, so like, it wasn't uh, even a topic. Cool. Mm-hmm. I'd bring it up, like, all, like, because I was pissed. And they're like, why are you pissed? Mm-hmm. Like, wait, this is fucking normal here. Yeah, like, a lot of us out here like that. That's, that's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And so that was a big cultural shift for me. That was just neat, you know. <laughs> and it took, me, it took me a while to get used to it. I didn't know what to do. And, um, but now... You know, now I live in the burbs, and mm-hmm. I know maybe three of my neighbors. No one really comes near me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm the guy pushing the push sled with no shirt on. Uh, like, yeah, whatever it is what it is. Yeah. But um, I like that now with all the protests and things everywhere. It seems very inclusive. Oh yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah. seem separate. Mm-hmm. It's not oh that happened there. Everyone is now listening. Everyone is. Mm-hmm. That gives me hope. Yeah, man. Feels good. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I do hope these, uh, you, you tapped on these birthing pains, man. This. I think we just gave birth to the future, man. Yeah. I, I hope think so. this is it. I do hope so. I mean, and if, if everyone that has children and seen what happens when a baby is born, it's not pretty. <laughs> no, it's painful. And, and, <laughs> There's and, a lot of screaming and crying. Everyone's man. in pain. Even the baby's pissed. Yeah. Why? Yeah, it's cold. Why? It ain't comfortable. Why am I out here? What is this? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Facts. And, yeah, facts. It's true. Super true. But once everyone settles down and heals up, it's the most beautiful thing in the world. Mm-hmm. And 
to me, that's what's next. Mm-hmm. Is baby gets used to the air, mm-hmm. mom gets better, all the oxytocin kicks in, and mm-hmm. everyone starts to love. Mm-hmm. And then you have the most beautiful experience of your life. Mm-hmm. And if you have, if you're a parent, you don't have kids. No, no, not yet. Oh, dude. My brother don't. is the closest thing to that. I was 12 when he was born, so. Oh, my yeah. sister is very much like that for me and my, okay. my nieces and nephews. And mm-hmm. I've, I was teaching and raising mm-hmm. kids, and so it all sort of was a natural progression for me. Mm-hmm. But to have a child of, um, is the, the best experience of my life. I love being Papa. Mm-hmm. That's who I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it like that, if you look at what's happening now as the beginning of a life, mm-hmm. you can, for me, I can take it much better. I can mm-hmm. take it steps. I know where that's going to go. Mm-hmm. And so I can be really happy about the transition period and the growing pains of learning how to take care of an infant. Mm-hmm. And the not sleeping and the being tired and the frustrated and the, what the fuck do I do? I just got pooped and peed on and I haven't slept in two days and oh my God, I don't know what to do with this thing. And I mean, I was I'm a pretty good parent. I already knew I'd take care of babies. <laughs> but, like, you know, you kind of have those moments and it fucking sucks. But then it doesn't fucking suck. Mm. And you're like, this is the greatest thing ever. I love my kid and my kid loves me and it's holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's so good. That, that's a hell of a, a way to see it. Definitely. <clears throat> we need to, anybody can be a pit or have a baby. Anybody can, you know, any woman can pop a baby out, any, any any man could be a dad, but it really takes a lot of work to be a father. To be, yeah, to be a legit. You have to feed that thing. You have to, you know, clothe it. You got to make sure it's safe. You have to, it, you have it's to, not an easy you job. You got to talk to the baby the right way. Yeah. Say yeah. the right words. Yeah. Give the right mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing like seeing yourself in your child. Mm-hmm. When they stand like you do and say shit the same way you do and have like a reaction. The first time my daughter said, what the hell? And you're just like, I yes. was like, oh crap, I can't say that anymore. <laughs> she is too. Mm. Oh. <laughs> you know? mm. But I look at society like that now. Mm-hmm. They're watching what you're doing all the time. They're watching. All the, all the They're time. watching. And yeah. And so like if you, if you look at what's happening now in that way. Things will get better mm-hmm. if you raise mm-hmm. if you raise the, the child properly mm-hmm. and just on a personal interaction basis. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's just stand up straight. Do you want your kid to slouch? Mm-hmm. Hell no. I want my kid to have good posture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, then I'm gonna have good posture. Mm-hmm. And if you break it down to simple things like that, that's an individual act mm-hmm. that can have just great for you. Can have ramification on mm-hmm. generations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because at the same time, that child has to go out into the world at some point. Did you raise that child to wreak havoc, and like mess shit up all the time, be a criminal, or is mm-hmm. your child a stand-up person? You know Did you mean? raise that child to, be able to take care of themselves? Right, and not, be a, not be a drain on society. Yeah, to be able to push through the hard times and be able to make it and adapt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Well, that's good. that's some that's 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 book worthy right there. Oh, thank you. That's man. deep. Yeah, yeah. That's really deep. <laughs> For real. Very, very deep. Very uh, deep. But, yeah. uh, Brandon, this has been fun, man. No, I no. hope the first half got recorded. Me too. You know, Shit. if not, I do appreciate the fact that we got to chop that up. But that was fun just to chat, though. It's yeah. been this has been really nice. It's been informative. Mm-hmm. I hope other people can listen to it. But yeah. just for me and me and Mike personally, mm-hmm. like that was why I sent you that message because mm-hmm. I wanted your perspective. Mm-hmm. 
is I needed another person. No, I appreciate it. Uh, so this has been really cool. And thank you for the coffee. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Like I said, little ghost roasters, shout out to them. Um, yeah. Thanks for checking them the out. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I will contact you guys. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but even for me, this is this was a therapeutic time. Like I said, stepping back from social media. I don't have to see anybody getting killed. I don't have to see anybody's face or a hashtag. We get to actually talk about what's going on. Mm -hmm. Have a conversation mm -hmm. with people. Not behind a, a screen, but face to face. And then you get to see the emotion of everything too. Mm -hmm. Of how people are really... Because I can, I can type you out a, a list of... Or, or a poem that sounds sweet on paper. Mm -hmm. But I might have been laughing the whole time. Or I might have been in a pissed off mood writing it. You know, there, there's really no emotion, so... Like it's very that. subjective. Yeah. Once you put it out there, it's yeah. up to the in, it's up to personal interpretation, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, but all right, man. Well, I guess we about finished, bro. Okay. All right, cool. All right, so keep your coffee regular, everybody. Peace in.